live. Song Attack Trailblazers High School football is on the air. Tonight's game on 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com is presented in part by the Song Attack Athletic Boosters, OK Tire Stores, Sales, Heating and Cooling, and Central Park Law. Trailblazer football is also presented by Glenda's Lakewood Flowers, Van Weir and Hardware, and Russ's Restaurants. Now let's go to the field for Saga Tuck Trailblazers High School football on the Lake Shores 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com. Good evening, football fans. Happy Friday. It is MHSAA playoff time. Welcome to Jarvis Memorial Stadium where the Saga Tuck Trailblazers are getting ready to take on the Saranac Red Hawks. Both of these teams have earned their way into the playoffs. It is the first round of the MHSAA Michigan High School Athletic Association Tournament for 2023. The football season, regular season, has ended as of last week. And one of these two teams is going to have the last game of their season tonight right here. At Jarvis Memorial Field, I'm Eric Banswall with Adam Cameron back in the studio. Pleasantly thrilled to bring you this contest. The winner moves on, and if Sagatuck wins tonight, they will retain home field advantage to play the winner of the White Pigeon Chiefs and the Centerville Bulldogs, as that game is going down tonight as well. The winner of that one will be crowned district champion and we'll move on to the regionals in a couple of weeks but hey that's looking pretty far ahead as we got a good one coming for you in just a little bit Saugatuck this season big time turnaround from last year the fans not happy having to hear about how they went two and six last year including forfeits of the final two games of the season and we're able to come back this season with a vengeance starting off 7-0, and ripping off seven straight wins before dropping the last two in tough ones against the Lawton Blue Devils and the Schoolcraft Eagles. Two schools, by the way, that are in the Division 7. This is Division 8, Division 7 state playoffs, and we're in the top 12 ranked by playoff points in Division 7. So two hardcore programs right there. Both of those losses coming by 21 and 20, respectively. Prior to that, the Saugatuck Trailblazers were flying high, which you'll hear more about in just a little bit. On the flip side, Saranac, 5-4 this year, winning their last game of the season against Kellogg'sville, 53-8, after dropping three in a row to get to where they are right now with a chance to advance, throw the records out, when it comes to the playoff time, it's all about surviving in advance. Saranac is averaging 26 points a game offensively and 23 given up on the defensive side of the ball, hence their 5-4 and four record. Saugatuck, on the other hand, 31 offensively and 14 on the defensive side of the ball. And they gave up 21 and 41 the last two weeks. Otherwise, no one else had scored more than 14. But... That's enough for right now. You'll get a little bit more about both teams in just a minute. It's Trailblazer football right here on the Lake Shores, 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com.
Hi, this is Jack Godfrey. And I'm Carrie Cooley. Join us weekday mornings for Money Matters Minute on the Lakeshore's Wake Up Call with Brent Allen. Brought to you by Cooley Godfrey Investment Group, right here on 92.7 The Van. And we're back here at Jarvis Memorial Stadium with the Trailblazers getting ready to take on the Red Hawks of Saranac. Both of these programs recently changing their names from mascots that were Native American related to the Trailblazers and the Red Hawks. That's where we find ourselves today. Saranac on the season scoring 26 points a game, giving up 13. Check that, 23 on the defensive side. They beat St. Louis in the opener, 44-6, out of the Central Michigan Athletic Conference, which they went 2-2 two two in conference play. They dropped their second game to Fowlerville before ripping off three in a row against Dan Dansville, Galena out of Illinois, Lanesburg, before dropping three in a row to Stockbridge, Bath, and Pawamo, Westphalia, which is a perennial powerhouse and went 8-1 again this season before beating Kellogg'sville to end up five and four. I don't have it directly in front of me, but I believe that they were the 30th out of 32 ranked teams to get into the playoffs, so sneaking just in based on playoff points. Players to watch on their end. Warming up down in front of us, Cody Whipple and Chase Steffens will be a big time Part of the offense for the Red Hawks. Coming from the wide receiver positions and occasionally running back positions as well. So they will be the players to watch there, but I'm sure you're more intrigued by who the Trailblazers have on their side of the ball, and you'll hear a little bit more about that coming up as this one's going to be a good one between the Red Hawks and the Trailblazers. It's Trailblazer football right here on the Lakeshores, 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. Hi, this is Patty Meyer from the Felt Estate. Every Friday is a double shot Friday on the Lakeshore's Wake Up Call. Listen to win tickets to the Felt Mansion right here on 92.7 The Van. And we're back here at Jarvis Memorial Stadium, pregame between the Trailblazers and the Red Hawks. Getting ready to get it underway in just a minute. You heard about Saranac season. What about the Trailblazers? I referenced them ripping off seven straight wins to start the season. It's a little bit of their own mini revenge tour. They took a W against the Buchanan Bucks to start the season after losing last season. Whomped on the Lakeview Wildcats, which they did the year prior, but then avenged a loss against the Brandywine Bobcats, 21-6, and a pivotal game against the Union City Chargers down on homecoming at Union City in mid-September. They won 15-14 to 14 
on a gutsy two-point conversion call with under four minutes to go in that game. Massive playoff points there, and which they just edged out White Pigeon, who actually went undefeated the MHSA a few years back, switching to the point, point setup rather than the uh, record total. So it's uh, exciting to see Sagatuck being able to edge out the squad there of White Pigeon to get a home game despite the two losses playing against slightly tougher competition according to the points system there. Then they uh, dominated Coloma and Delton Kellogg. That one also was a homecoming game for Delton before blanking Galesburg Augusta and dropping the last two, like I said, to Lawton and Schoolcraft. But they're averaging over 30 points a game, giving up only 14. Everybody knows they love to run the wing tee with Bill Dunn in uh, his 23rd season as the head coach here. We'll see a lot of Matt Hartering from under center. Will Doucette from the center back spot, the full back spot, you could call it, and the two wing backs rotating between Brad Moore, Cass Stanberry, and Landon Miller. So that is who to look out for for Saugatuck. And Norm Boss on the defensive side of the ball has been tearing it up as well. So we got another break here, and then when we bring it back, we're going to have to try to time it up with the National Anthem before we bring you kickoff here at Jarvis Memorial Stadium for the MHSA playoffs. If you're not pumped, something's wrong with you. It's time to get the blood pumping in those veins, stretch it out, warm it up, and get ready. High school football playoffs right around the corner. It's Trailblazer football right here on the Lakeshores. 92.7 The Van and 92.7 The Van. Whatever you're doing right now, thanks for doing it with us. We are 92.7 The Van, WYVN, Saugatuck, Holland. One final time at Jarvis Memorial Stadium before what is bound to be a high-quality high school matchup between the Saugatuck Trailblazers and the Saranac Redhawks. The band has found its way onto the field, is playing the fight song. The clock has hit zeros on the warm-up, and we got nothing more to say other than let's kick this one off. So we're going to throw it over to the band and the PA for the national anthem, as well as your starting lineups, and bring it back with all the action once that has been completed. This is Trailblazer Football. Enjoy the national anthem. At this time, we ask that you all rise. Gentlemen, please remove your hats as we pay respect to our country, those who serve, and those who have served with the playing of our national anthem.
Starting lineups have been announced. One personnel item I would like to mention uh, from the pregame. I am so used to saying Cass Stanberry in the running back position. He is out with a high ankle sprain tonight. So Norm Boss, as you heard via the PA announcer, will be starting and filling in for him in that running back position. So be ready to hear Boss's name called even more than it normally is. He's been a monster on the defensive side of the ball this season. And Sagatuck is going to take the ball first. I don't think they went full Matt Hasselbeck and guaranteed a score, but they are ready to take it. Wearing their home blue uniforms with blue helmets, orange face masks, and white pants as the ball falls off the tee for Saranac. They're in there. Black and red pants, white uniforms with black numbers, and black and red helmets with the Red Hawks on the side. The stadium is pretty full on both sides. 
as we are ready for high school playoff football. The kickoff is away. It trickles down to the 22-yard line where it is fallen upon by the Trailblazers. Brad Moore just lands on it and gives the Trailblazer offense their first opportunity to start. It is officially marked at the 23-yard line. Ball's going to be on the far hash. They're going right to left on your radio dial or internet or tablets. What may have you, they start out in the full house backfield. And it's a straight dive up the middle for Landon Miller. He gets several yards before being gang tackled. I believe James Garn was in on the stop there for Saranac. And uh, also, Norm Boss uh, collided with his own player there to cause that stoppage. But it's an eight-yard pickup for Miller. And that's how Sargatuck wanted to start the game. The gives on the near side now after a couple fakes for Brad Moore. He tries to get the edge, but Saranac sets the edge. Chase Stephens. Making the stop for the Red Hawks, but not before Moore picks up the first down. Approximately three yards there, but it's enough for the first, and Saugatuck gets their first first down of the game. Taking it from the near hash mark is Matt Hartrink. Went to the wide side of the field on the quarterback midline. Got a couple there. Saranac was ready for that one as Sargatuck has ran that one fairly well this season. That makes it second and seven from their own 37-yard line. They're staying in the straight T set. Hardering spins, gives. There's a pile-up just outside the line of scrimmage. Inching it forward is Sargatuck. Will Doucette with his first carry of the night. And just like that, four players have had uh, one single carry. This is the fifth play of the drive. It's third and five. It's a long five for the Trailblazers. They're sticking with the T-set, it's Harderink with the fake, he keeps it. He's got enough room for the first down and the friend, the fans turn into a frenzy as he gets across midfield. Takes it from his own 39 yard line all the way down to the Saranac 36. A 25 yard run for Matt Harderink right there. And that's what Saga Tuck will do. They'll run four straight plays where they get a total of 16 yards and then bust off a big one. That one sets up Saugatuck real nicely. Ball's going to be as close as it can to the press box from here. Spinning right, giving left is Harderink. Moore takes it, gets what he can, just shy of the 30. That's five for him. He's now got two carries for five yards. As uh, Sargatuck has taken three minutes off the clock, 
in the first quarter. No, no score either way. Sogtuck, first possession. Saranac yet to touch the rock. Second and five. Straight up the middle for Doucette. He spins out of one tackle. But is hit by basically the entire defense for Saranac just inside the 30. Again inching forward. Doucette gets a couple more. Saranac's defense has held Sagatuck on first and second down a couple times. Sagatuck breaking off the 25-yard run. Their last third down. Let's see what they draw up here with the ball in the dead center of the field. They're going to run the same play. They got the big run on from Harderink on the far side this time. He's got enough for the first and then some. Call it eight-ish yards right now. There is some laundry on the field from the officials, though. Looks like it's going to be against the Trailblazers. And it's going to be holding against Sagatuck. That makes the Saranac faithful on the other side of the field happy momentarily. As it was not surprising that that was a hold-in call based on where the flag was thrown and at what point Harderink had just crossed the line of scrimmage and the line judge on the far side of the field near the Saranac sideline Threw the hanky out. And that backs Sagatuck up to the Saranac 39-yard line. It's going to be third and about 13 here. Play action from Harderink. He's rolling left. He's under pressure. He gets it away and slides it just too high for Carter Miller. He was wide open at the 30-yard line. Could have turned and tripped his way to a first down there, but... Slightly high throw from Harderink. Understandable, rolling left and had four defenders in his face. But Sagatuck playing for four down territory with the ball on the 39-yard line. A punt here does no good. I like the aggressive call from Coach Bill Dunn. Probably helps that Cass Stanberry is on the sideline tonight, is typically their main punter. Surprised he didn't keep it on the ground on third down, though. But they're going to go for it. Play action. Hardering's got a man downfield, and it's intercepted. Quarterback Sam Sturzik picks that one off at the 15-yard line for Saranac. As he's tackled, the ball is fumbled down, but it goes out of bounds. So Saranac is going to retain possession either way. Frankly, it would have been better if he didn't intercept it for Saranac because despite the 20-ish yard return, he's still shy of where the ball would have been placed if that one had fallen incomplete because it was fourth down, but I get it. The adrenaline gets high, and the momentum swing, especially in a playoff game, an interception like that can hurt the mentality of a quarterback, potentially. In any case, I still agree with the call, even with the result. And frankly, it's just like it was a decent punt return. And now Saranac will take over officially at the 35-yard line. They're going to come in the shotgun set with Sturzik. Jet motion for Seth Purchase. And he's met almost immediately at the line of scrimmage by the Trailblazer defense. Chris Foley... Up in there, along with Mason Ripkoff, I believe. 
So that makes it second and nine, seven and a half to go in the first quarter. Saranac ready to run their second play. Two receivers to the far side of the field. Motion that way as well. It's a handoff straight up the middle for James Garn. He gets several before Chris Foley stops him just over the 40-yard line. So that's a five-yard carry for Garn, and it's going to be third and four from their own 41. Saugatuck's defense has been stout this season, as I said at the top of the broadcast. As the pistol formation here from Saugatuck spinning, whirling around is Sturzik. The give is on the counter around the left tackle, but Saugatuck's defense was ready and waiting for it. It was an interesting formation. It looked like a wishbone, but Sturzik was in the pistol. Not one you see a lot right there. Interesting. I believe Carson Hardy was the one carrying the rock right there, but to no avail for the Red Hawks. And that makes it fourth and four with six minutes and counting to go in the first. Five on the play clock. Sagatuck, uh, check that, Saranac. I'm probably going to mess that up a couple times tonight. Hustles up to the line, gets it off with one to go. Oh, my goodness. Sagatuck almost blocked it with Will Doucette. But Matt Hardring fields it at his own 25. He's got room to run. He's got a convoy in front of him. Makes a man miss at the 45-yard line and gets into Saranac territory with the return. He started on his own 25, had a lot of space on the left side of the field, and he took advantage of it. Probably two more guys to beat right there, and he would have been making a house call early on. Full moon in the background of that northeast end zone. Giving Saugatuck the power right now. Big time punt return. Sets up Saugatuck first and 10 on the Saranac 45. Straight T here. Give us two to set. He bounces off one. He's into the open field. He's got one man to beat. He's down the sideline. Can he do it? Yes, he can. Will do set 45 yards to the house, and the Trailblazers are up in the first round of the playoffs at home against Saranac, six to nothing, pending this extra point. Will do set. We talk about it often. That handoff right up the middle. They run it almost exclusively on the first play of every drive that they get. He was almost untouched on that one. He did collide with somebody, but I believe that was one of his offensive linemen. Absolute credit to the offensive line for the push right there as Norm Voss gets a tricky snap down and Cam Lewis bangs it home to make it 7-0 Trailblazers. But after Doucette bounced off his lineman about two yards downfield, he bounced it outside. On the left side of the field from the offensive viewpoint. And only had a corner to beat. And Doucette was able to do that. So tough few plays for Saranac right there. As they go three and out. Three carries. Seven yards. And a 35-yard punt return. Sets up a 45-yard will do set. 
Rumble into the end zone. He was averaging at one point this season over 125 yards a game on the ground. And showed you why right there. As Sargatuck and Cam Lewis is ready to kick it off. Back deep is Steffens for Saranac. Along with Jack Hopkins. And they're going to watch it sail into the end zone off the leg of Lewis. So Saranac, first and ten. On their own 20. They started on their own 35 just a couple of minutes ago when it was still 0 0. Looking for the answer right here. Split back pistol set for Sturzik. It's a straight give to purchase. He tried to purchase a few more yards on that one, but it was stopped after one. As Landon Miller and Noah Morgan combined for the stop. Clock rolling. Five minutes to go in the first quarter. 7-0 Trailblazers here at Jarvis Memorial Stadium. Saranac has the rock. Second and nine on their own 21. They come out in the shotgun set. Two receivers to the near side. It's off tackle for James Garn, and Sagatuck says absolutely nothing doing with that one. Saranac trying to get the ground game going, and it is not happening so far. Five carries for a total of eight yards. Sagatuck's first carry of the game was for eight yards. And, of course, if you're just joining us, Will set a couple minutes ago ripped off a 45-yard run. Put Sagatuck up. 7-0. Right here on the Lake Shores, 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. Saranac, shotgun set once again. Sturzik looking right, throwing right, has time, has a man, it's caught. Is he in bounds? He is at the 47-yard line. That's Cody Whipple making the reception. 27 yards and a first down, the first first down of the night for Saranac. Whipple was wide open out there. Harder rink the safety couldn't get over in time. Not sure who was out there in a corner position. But Saranac hustles up to the line. It's going to be a bubble screen. Open there is Steffens. He's going to get 10 yards and a first down as well. Foley making the stop. But we were just talking about Saranac trying to establish the run. Oh, they're not going to give him the full 10 yards there. It's going to be second and just a couple of inches. On the Sagatuck 48-yard line, check that 43-yard line as they run up and do it quick again for Warren Hill on the handoff. He has somehow stopped short, and Sagatuck's defense could make a massive stand. 
as that actually knocked him back half a yard. And instead of second and inches, it's third and a full yard. But talk about Saranac trying to establish it on the ground. They now have seven carries for a total of eight yards, but two pass plays for 38 yards. Two receivers split left. That's Whipple and Steffens, the two receivers who have catches so far tonight. Sturzik is looking that way. Had Whipple on the slant route. Couldn't connect somehow. Looked like that hit Whipple on the hands, but it falls incomplete. And just like that, it is fourth down. Moments ago, I thought Saranac was going to be looking at opening up the playbook and doing whatever they wanted on second and short. Now they're going to have to come up with something to get that elusive last yard for a first down. Still at the Saugatuck, back to the 44 now. After the one-yard loss, they hand it off straight up the middle. Saugatuck is there for it, and it looks like they got the stop. Chris Foley knifed into the backfield to stop Warren Hill, and it is true. It is a stop by the Saugatuck defense. What a stand right there. Second and absolute inches. You heard me, if you were paying attention at all, say that uh, Whipple got the first down. And check that, Steffens got the first down, and I was shocked to see that that was not the case. And then all of a sudden, Saranac is unable to get the six inches they need after a zero-yard run, an incompletion, and a negative one-yard run. Sagatuck takes over with the football. It's a fake from Harderink. He's going to keep it, weaves his way through defenders across midfield, and is taken down at the 48-yard line, seven-yard run for Mr. Harderink there. And that puts it into, <clears throat> excuse me, that puts it into Saranac territory for the third time tonight. Sagatuck has lived on the left side of the field this first quarter, two and a half to go in that quarter, second and two from just beyond midfield, Norm Boss with his first carry of the night. And the Saranac defense was ready for that one. Several would-be tacklers in on that one. Looked like it was led by Jordan Dodge alongside Brady Klon from this angle. So now Sargatuck third and short. They've done well. On third downs so far tonight. Although they did have a holding penalty as Hardering spins, keeps it, turns it directly upfield, weaving his way again through the defense and is across the 40-yard line. The midline is working for the Trailblazers tonight. 11 yards and a Trailblazer first down for Harderink. He barely finished his fake before he planted his foot in the ground and found his way upfield. That's much to the chagrin of the Saranac defense as they remain on the field after that third down. First and 10 now from the Saranac 38. Sagatuck right in front of us. They hand it off to Doucette once again. He drags several tacklers forward. He got hit behind the line of scrimmage and ends up getting down to the 32. Good for a six-yard gain right there. And I saw his jersey being pulled by no less than three hands. Three different hands, I should say. Just shows how much horsepower that he's got there pumping in those legs. 
going to be look to be back at it on this second and four with just over a minute to go in the first. It's a fake to-do set. Hardering keeps it. He's got a blocker out in front of him and a lot of space. Norm Boss is the blocker, takes out a blocker or a defender at the 20-yard line. Hardering gets inside the 10 and is stopped up there. He just kind of wandered his way over there from the 32. The wide side of the field was open. Saranac had nobody out there for contain. And Songatuck making it happen once again. Another 25-yard run from Matt Hartering. He's got over 60 yards already in this game. Would love to add a touchdown to his resume as its first and goal from the seven-yard line. 35 on the clock before the end of the first quarter. They run the exact same play with Hartering to the near side this time. Not quite as successful as last time, but it gets him that much closer to the end zone as he picks up four. Harderink looks a little gassed out there already. He got his hands on his knees. Everyone's kind of looking around, and now Sagatuck's just going to let the clock run out. On the quarter, why not? Play clock still at 11 seconds to go on it. It's going to be second and three with goal to go for the Trailblazers. When we come back after these messages, it is MHSA High School playoff football here at Jarvis Memorial Stadium. Trailblazers are up 7-0 on the visiting Red Hawks from Saranac. We'll be back after this. It's Saga Tuck football right here on the Lakeshores. 92.7 The Van and 92.7 The Van. Start your day with the songs you know and can't get enough of. Keep your hand off the snooze and wake up with Brent Allen. It's the Lakeshore's Wake Up Call on 92.7 The Van. That break was apparently a little bit longer than we are typically used to. As Sagatuck ran a play right there. Harderink tried to punch it into the end zone from three yards out. After getting a little bit of a break, he only got one. So it's going to be third and two from the two. With Saranac trying to answer Sagatuck's defensive fourth down stop with one of their own. This one with seven points riding on it. The handoff is to Brad Moore. He finds a lane you could drive a truck through and is into the end zone for a trailblazer touchdown. Two yards out, Moore gets on the board and gives the Saugatuck a few more. 13 nothing, 30 seconds to go in the second quarter. And that's about as good as a quarter and 29 seconds as you could have for the Trailblazers to start this playoff game here at home. The fans have shown out and are showing their love along with the band Cam Lewis knocks it through and it's 14-0 Trailblazers. For those who missed the start of the broadcast, loser of this game is done for the season which I think you knew because you knew it was playoff time. You could just feel it in the air, the electricity in the air. Told you it was playoff time, regardless if you watched it down a football this season. 
And the winner goes on to face the winner of the Centerville Bulldogs and the White Pigeon Chiefs. Should Sagatuck and White Pigeon both win, it would be a rematch of the 2021 district championship game. That one being won by White Pigeon 30-8. Down at the home of the Chiefs. Sargatuck also got bounced in the 2020 playoffs to White Pigeon 24 to nothing. So they would like nothing more than to have a shot at the undefeated Chiefs upcoming. They are 9-0 this season after running through the Southwestern 10 Conference as Sagatuck kicks off. And Steffens is tripped up at the 15-yard line. What a tackle right there. Luke Madison getting the stop, sticking his arm out, laying his body on the line. One of those wins for White Pigeon was a forfeit for Hartford. The only common opponent, uh, Centerville and White Pigeon actually did play earlier this season. Uh, White Pigeon won 24-8. to so it'll be interesting seeing the rematch. The only common opponent that Saugatuck and White Pigeon have is Galesburg Augusta. White Pigeon beat Galesburg 40 to three, but Saugatuck beat him 49 to nothing. As Saranac goes right up the middle with James Garn on the first play of their drive, and he picks up about eight yards. That started right about the 20 yard line anyways. So the market is second and one, but we know Saranac has trouble with second and ones as Carter Miller almost deflects that pass, but it's a good thing he didn't because it's intercepted by Matt Harderink. The intended receiver right there was Chase Steffens. Sturzik threw it a little high and outside thanks to the pressure from Carter Miller right in his face. And Matt Harderink makes up for the interception he threw earlier in this game by picking this one off, and Sargatuck is in business. They have the ball now at the Saranac 36-yard line. What a change in momentum. That is, as they're already up 14 to nothing and looking to pile on here early in the second quarter. Play action fake from Harderink. He's under pressure, gets it out to Doucette in the flat. He's got room to run, runs over a tackler before stepping out of bounds at the 22-yard line. But there's a flag on the play that was thrown almost immediately when the ball was snapped. So it's got to be against the Trailblazers. It's a legal procedure, and we're going to bring that one back. So you can negate the 15-yard pass play to Will Doucette and instead back the Trailblazers up to the Saranac 41-yard line for first and 15. One of the receivers, it sounds like, lined up in the backfield. Coach Bill Dunn is not happy about that. Hard to tell who he's mad at. He seems to be 
yelling indiscriminately at this point, which I, I would be too. I don't blame the man after that, whether it's at your players or the referees, as Nat Harderink puts a defender on skates and then finds the skates himself and slips down at the 35-yard line. So he gets the penalty yardage back on the keeper. Fooled the defender right at the line of scrimmage. And that's six of them, six more for Matt. As it's now second and nine from the Red Hawk 35-yard line. 9.45 and rolling, second quarter. Saugatuck's hooks up 14. 10 on the play clock as Hardering gets under center. He takes the snap. He gives to Doucette. He runs into a wall. That wall was led by the senior linebacker, Maddox Foster. And it's going to be third and nine now. Maybe a yard for Doucette. see what Tsongatuck draws up here. Their play action pass worked very well but was negated due to an illegal procedure penalty and they're lining up in a similar offensive set here with two split backs two receivers out to the left but they like to roll Hardering to the left which is difficult for a right-handed quarterback. They're going to do that there. He sets his feet and the diving catch is made by Brad Moore. No. The official says it's incomplete. Looked like from this angle that Moore had the angle and got underneath it, but admittedly the official has a slightly better angle than we do up here, especially since that was right in front of the Saranac bench. That Moore attempted to complete that, and much like the first drive of the game, Saugatuck's going to go for it with it being fourth and nine on their own third, or check that, the Saranac 35-yard line. No reason to not, too long of a field goal but punting doesn't get you anywhere. Play action from Harderink. He's looking downfield, has his man, it's caught. Landon Miller runs over a defender. He's inside the 15, down inside the 10. Huge play right there from the Trailblazers as Sturzik finally makes the stop down at the nine yard line, a 26 yard pass play. What hands from Landon Miller to haul that ball in. And then turn around and just truck the cornerback out there for Saranac. The first completion of the night for Saugatuck that was not negated by a penalty, and it's first and goal officially from the eight. Going back to the tee is the Trailblazers. Harderink has been running all night. He's going to keep it. It's a race to the pylon. Now he cuts it back. He's going to fall just shy, but no, the official throws his hands in the air. And it's a trailblazer touchdown, just like that. The official came jogging out like he was going to spot Harderink a yard shy of the end zone. As I thought he would have had it standing up, running to the pylon. Several Red Hawks were giving chase. He planted and tried to go upfield and had enough to go across the goal line. The extra point following goes through the uprights from Cam Lewis. And it's 21 to nothing. Trailblazers here with eight minutes and 10 seconds to go in the second quarter. Exactly how they wanted to start off 
their playoff hopes. And fans, we've always said that sportsmanship is the golden rule in action. But why should it stop when the game is over? Now more than ever, we need to respect each other, treat each other with common decency. Not only in between the lines, but outside the lines in our daily lives. In sports and in life, nothing beats good sportsmanship. That's a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics alongside the Holland Stations of Midwest Communications. Saugatuck fans feeling good. Their squad is up 21 to nothing early in the second quarter. Cam Lewis kicking it away. It's fielded by Garn at the 15-yard line. He's not sure where to go. And he is lunch meat for Chris Foley coming in to make the stop. Check that Jack Hopkins receiving the kick there, 30 and 20, respectively. So threw me off just a little bit, but Foley making the hit. And Saranac working to right the ship as the Saugatuck student section gives them the business over there saying they can't hear anything that Saranac is trying to say. Rain starting to trickle down on the field now. That moon we referenced earlier has gone behind the clouds. It's still a nice evening as Sturzik keeps this one and he's swallowed up in the backfield. Will do set with a seven yard sack right there of Sturzik knocking the Red Hawks deeper into their own territory. Saranac's defense has put up a decent fight. Sargatuck's first drive ended on a fourth down interception. And they've scored three touchdowns in their three possessions since then, but outside of the 45-yard one-play will-do-set run, it's, it's been pretty tough as Saranac offense has really been the struggle. And as I say that, they complete a pass to Landon Barker, the freshman, over the middle. And it's a 22-yard pass connection from Sturzik to Barker. And a first down at the 40-yard line. Still got an, plenty of time on the clock before the break. Which you can hear the out-of-town scoreboard. As well as how we got to where we are from the first half. Two receivers on the far side of the field for Sturzik. He's going to turn and hand it off to Garn, who goes straight up the field. Gets a few before he's stopped up. By the middle of that Saugatuck defense, including Landon Miller. Clock is moving inside six minutes, 45 seconds to go before halftime. Hope you're staying dry wherever you're at as the rain's coming down on this late October evening. And the counteraction turns into a reverse for Carson Hardy as the handoff went to Garn originally near the right side, off right tackle. And then Hardy got it on a counter coming back the other way. 
It was more of an inside reverse as both players went in front of the quarterback. As I said, it's a unique setup that they have. It looks like a pistol, but still running similarly to the shotgun as Hardy ends up with that one. He results is about four yards there, and so on third and one, they drop it to Garn, and he is tasked with trying to pick up the first down, which they have struggled with short yardage first downs. He gets it right there as the rain is coming down ever more harder now. What started as a trickle has turned into a lot more than that. I only took one semester of atmosphere and environmental change in college, so really uh, can't speak to the weather, but it's quite wet out there. And with under five and a half to go in the second quarter, Saranac's going to keep it on the ground, and it's going to work for him. Wide open is James Garn running down the sidelines. He's finally tracked down by the Trailblazers. And Noah Rathburn, but... A 25-yard run from James Garn right there. And we expected him to break free at some point. He did so right there. So that's first and 10 from the 20-yard line as it's, the wind is blowing the rain around. It's starting to go sideways. There's leaves flying around. The players on the field don't care as Carson Hardy totes the rock for the second time this drive. He gets stopped up after a few. And the fans out there are looking for cover. It's coming down in sheets, raining cats and dogs, as they say. Under four and a half to go. It's second and eight. Saranac snaps the ball. It is to Chase Steffens on the jet sweep near side. He's got a lot of running room, plants his foot in the ground, gets close to the end zone, just shy. But this is... By far the best drive that Sar Saranac's offense has put together. As Steffens gets a 13-yard run, and it's first and goal from the two. Maybe all they needed was some rain. As the band in the student section, well, the band is vacated by way of being in the corner getting ready for halftime, but the student section has essentially vacated the area as Saranac hands it off to Garn, and he plows into the end zone for a touchdown for Saranac. So just when it looked like Sargatuck needed one more stop and an offensive drive before halftime to really feel like they were in control of this contest, Saranac has the answer in the form of James Garn's running ability. He had four carries on that drive for a total of 35 yards, including the touchdown. The extra point is up and on its way from Warren Hill. And he's pumped up because it is good. That makes it 21 to seven. Saugatuck not out of the woods yet. Saranac not out of it yet. 3.59 to go. 
before halftime. It's 21-7 with the Trailblazers on top and ready to get the rock back. Fans, just so you know, everyone in sports is in search of the elusive perfect game. Making every shot, completing every pass, striking everyone out, and getting each call right. That's right. Game officials enjoy the competition and seek perfection just like players do. If you still have that competitive streak and want to help by giving kids, giving back two kids, I should say, don't be giving any kids out there. I'm just ruining this whole spot now. Maybe becoming a high school official is for you. To register, log on to the MHSA.com. That's a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics alongside the sister stations in Holland of Midwest Communications. And Saranac tries to pooch kick it, but Norm Boss jumps on top of it for the Trailblazers. And Saugatuck's going to get it at their own 29-yard line with right about four minutes to go. The rain looks like it's almost all the way past through. It's coming down pretty hard a couple minutes ago during the Saranac drive, making things slippery out there. And Saugatuck keeps it on the ground with the wing tee. It's Will set right up the middle. He makes it into the safeties. He's out near midfield, and he's tripped up right on the other side of midfield at the 49-yard line. But not before a 22-yard run. Felt even longer. I don't know about you guys, but for me it did. As they're in Saranac territory once again, this time going left to right on your radio dials, tablet, computers, and televisions. As Hardering fakes to do set, keeps it himself, had one man to get away from, but that man makes the tackle in open field for Saranac. That was Seth Purchase, the freshman, stopping up Hardering, but not before he gets seven. It's going to be second and three. From the Saranac 42-yard line, three minutes to go before halftime where you can get up out your chair, move around a little bit, maybe get a burger from the concession stands. Who knows? Moore takes it. Off tackle left. Gets one, maybe two. As Jordan Dodge. Makes the stop for Saranac, and it's going to be third down and a one and a half, two for the Trailblazers. No reason not to go for it if they can't get it on third here, but you'd like to see him pick it up. They're coming out with the T, of course. Spinning left is harder ink. Running right is harder ink. He cuts it back left. Now breaks a tackle, and he's in a foot race. He's inside the 20, the 15, the 10, 5. Touchdown, Trailblazers. Great effort from Carson Hardy for Saranac, trying to chase down Harderink, but Harderink is just too much for this Saranac defense. As he goes 41 yards, cut it all the way back across the field. The run started on the near hash here, and he ended up by the far pylon. 
And that puts Sagatuck back up three scores once again. Extra point from Lewis is Butter right down Main Street from Mr. Lewis. And it is now 28-7 with 2.09 to go. Sagatuck ground and pound is working out tonight. They have 40-plus yard touchdown runs from Will Doucette earlier on the first play of the drive. And now Matt Hartering etches his name in that as well with a 41-yard run himself. So Hartering's got two and is now over 100 yards rushing. Brad Moore's got a touchdown, and Will Doucette has one as well. Doucette also encroaching that 100-yard mark. Sagatuck well on its way to 350-plus on the ground tonight, and we still got two minutes to go before halftime. Their defense can remain strong here. They do have three timeouts. As Lewis foots it down the field, Saranac is worrying about it. It lands at the one-yard line, and they didn't pick it up. I believe that Hopkins was waiting for it to roll into the end zone, but it was a perfectly executed kick from Lewis. It somehow sat right at the one-yard line. It landed at about the three and just died there. Hopkins frantically picked it up. By that time, the Saugatuck kick coverage unit was down the field and now Saranac is backed up to their own five yard line. So Sagatuck, I would imagine, would be pretty aggressive on the defensive side of the ball here, trying to push the lead as much as they can, heading into the break, break the will of their opponent as it's a handoff quick and Sagatuck is in the backfield ready for it, stacking up the offense. Hard to see who got the carry there. As it's Seth Purchase. As the Tribe of Trailblazers stops up Purchase for what appears to be a two-yard loss. Sagatuck smartly calling a timeout here. As it's second and 12 with 54 seconds to go. And Saranac is backed up inside the shadows of their own goalposts. Not that the shadows are out on the field with the sun having gone away long ago, with it being 7.50 Eastern Standard Time here. And the rain having come down. But there's a good chance that we see two more timeouts. After the next two plays, with Sagatuck staying Strong on defense. We have seen them have three safeties this season, two in one game. Dare we ask for one more? What do you think, Trailblazer fans? They've dominated the line of scrimmage essentially all night except for the last drive where Saranac put together a nine-play, 75-yard touchdown. 
They're in the pistol again. Play action. Sturzik under pressure. Rolls out. Carter Miller all on his face. Heaves it up in the air. It's a jump ball. Who's going to come down with it? It's Matt Harderink with the interception at the 30-yard line. He's got room in front of him. Takes it back to the 15. The jump ball went up for Steffens and Harderink. And Harderink comes away with the second interception of the night. Terzik was in trouble, trusted his receiver, launched it up there. It's had up there for a long time. Harderink had the inside leverage, and it worked. Taking him back to the Saranac 15, and with a buck 41 to go, Sagatuck looking to go up 35-7 to here in just the second quarter. Split back set. Moore, the strong back on the near side. Handoff up the middle. Will do set. He's got a first down. Does he have a touchdown? No, he's just shy. Brought down at the two-yard line. First down, first and goal. Doucette trying to match Harderink's total of two tutties tonight. Touchdownville has had a population of a few for the Trailblazers. And they'd love nothing more than to add to it. Play clock down to five, but they're trying to run some time off the clock as we're down to a minute to go. Harder ink gives straight up the middle, and it's a touchdown, Trailblazers. Doucette again gets the payoff. And Sargatuck in firm control. Here with a minute and three seconds to go before halftime. Cam Lewis setting up the extra point. It's up, it's on its way, it's through. And it is 35 to seven, Sargatuck. It's been a domination station for the Trailblazers so far in this one. Saranac's got 63 seconds to put it together. The bright spot for them is their last drive. Like I said, a nine-play, 75-yard touchdown drive. That actually started with a sack. But the other two drives that they've had in the last three, bookending that touchdown drive, have resulted in interceptions that turned into Sagatuck touchdowns. The other good news for Saranac is they get the ball to start the second half. I was also going to say that it's good news that it stopped raining for them, but when it was raining was when they had their best drive on offense, so maybe they would prefer it to start raining again. That I'm not qualified to speak on. As Lewis kicks it away, that one lands at the one-yard line again, but in time, it actually rolls into the end zone. Could have spot-kicked it like he did last time. Really set up Songatuck for maybe one more, but now it's to the point where there's so little time on the clock that it would be difficult to get the ball back with any time at all, considering that you would imagine Saranac would run three plays 
And Sargatuck only has two timeouts. And then if they were to punt it away. Although, it was about a minute and six seconds between Saranac's first play on the last drive and Sargatuck's touchdown as far as game time goes. So we'll see if that happens again. As Sam Boss makes the tackle for Sagatuck there. The handoff was to Steffens, I believe, as Sturzik under pressure again, throws up another jump ball. This one is intercepted by Brad Moore. He's directing the offense, or the defense, blocking in front of him, trying to tell him where to go. And with 30 seconds on the clock, Sagatuck has 42 yards to try to hit another touchdown as that interception by Moore marks the third of the night for Sturzik. Two timeouts. For Sagatuck with 30 seconds to go. And they're going to be looking for the end zone for sure. Harder ring comes out under center. Split backs are Boss and Doucette. Moore, the near side H-back. It's going to be an end around for Moore. Can he get outside? No. Slap down at the 40-yard line. Steffens with a beautiful tackle right there. And Sagatuck's going to burn their second timeout. It's a good idea to try to get Moore on the outside. Is there's a lot of space out there, but to no avail. As he ran about 15 yards, but gained zero. And we'd like to take a moment to thank you fans for riding along with us. I'm Eric Fanswall with Adam Cameron back in the studio. Loving what we do. We thank the Saugatuck Public Schools, the Athletic Boosters, and the Saugatuck community as a whole for rolling along with us all season. And for what appears to be, at least at this juncture, I don't want to put anything too far out there into the universe, but what appears to be at least one more week of football for the Trailblazers. They've had two stiff ones and are rolling so far tonight. 18 seconds to go before halftime. Play action. Harder Inc. keeps it. And there's a flag on the play. It's not good news for Saugatuck either way because seven seconds go off the clock. And it was, again, a legal procedure. On Sargatuck, they attempted to call timeout, so we'll see if they are forced to use the timeout there. I believe they would be, because otherwise the clock will roll. And it looks like Saranac might be declining the penalty here. It's still marked as second and 10. And now they're going to move it forward because Hartering actually got 
several yards on that one. I'm not sure why Saranac wouldn't take what it would essentially be a 10-yard penalty from the five yards harder and gained on the run and the five yards in the penalty. Especially with 11 seconds on the clock, the down really doesn't make a difference. And now the officials pointing back and going to walk it off. So that didn't make a whole lot of sense as it would have been, call it second and five from the 37. Or check that third and five from the 37. And now it's going to be second and a 15 from the 47. So yeah, well, look at that. I said a 10-yard penalty without even doing the math there, and that is exactly what it is. Saugatuck still does have to be charged the timeout, so that's their final timeout. Saranac looks like they'll be heading into the locker room with all three of theirs. As there's 11 seconds on the clock, so Saugatuck going to try to find a way to make something crazy happen. before halftime. And then we're going to make something crazy for you at halftime with the out-of-town scoreboard and the first half stats. And now I think we're ready to go. Sagatuck, what may potentially be the last snap before halftime. It's give up the middle to Will Doucette. Can Sagatuck get to the line to spike it in time and reset? And they're not going to be able to. That's going to expire the first half. Memorial Stadium, where the Trailblazers are up 35-7 on the Saranac Red Hawks. The good news for Saranac out of the first half is Sagatuck didn't score right before the break. And they get the ball to start the second half. Bad news for him is uh, the last few drives that they had in the first half did not shake out the way they wanted to. Back-to-back -back interceptions ending those drives. One by Matt Harderick and one by Brad Moore. One resulted in halftime, but the other was a three-yard Will Doucette touchdown run. Let's see if Saranac had a good talk at halftime. Chase Steffens takes the return, and Landon Miller throws him down at the 18-yard line. So that's where Saranac gets it to start the second half. They had one good drive. That was a nine-play, 75-yard drive, resulting in a James Garn two-yard touchdown run. But other than that, the offense has been silent. They come out in the shotgun with the ball on the near hash. The handoff is to Garn. 
He had 47 yards rushing in the first half. Tax on one more after that carry. Clock's rolling, play clock down to 15 as Saranac breaks the huddle. They're on their own 19, got to get out to the 28. Straight dive once again. And looked like an arm sleeve slid off one of the offensive linemen, thought maybe momentarily the football popped out. As Garn gets a few more, muscles his way to the 24. That brings up third and five with a jet sweep for Carson Hardy. Does he have the edge? Yes, he does. He's got enough for the first down. That's Hardy's best run of the night. Will Doucette making the stop there alongside Sam Boss. First and 10 from the 30, shotgun again. Handoff is again to Garn. Sagatuck not necessarily ready for that one. Defense coming out just a little sleepy. Garn picking up about seven there. Saranac in no hurry at this point in time. Already have used up two and a half minutes of this third quarter. And that little counteraction handoff for Hardy. He had a lane. Carter Miller comes out of nowhere to make the tackle, but not before Hardy picks up about nine more. And a first down. It's been a steady diet of James Garn and Carson Hardy so far. This drive. That's five carries between the two of them. And two first downs. It was the passing game that got Saranac going offensively in the first quarter as Steffens gets strung out by the defense on the near side and Noah Morgan makes a hit right at the line of scrimmage. So no gain right there. Makes it second and 10 from the Red Hawk 46-yard line. Eight and a half to go in the third. Been a steady drive from Saranac that started on their own 18. But frankly, Sagatuck is fine with that as arms go up from the defensive coordinator of Sagatuck. As I believe that was Andy Diaz. As Sagatuck stops up James Garn for no gain. So back-to-back -back runs have resulted in zero yards now. 
for Saranac after their previous three runs went for a combined 22. It's now a six on the play clock. They hustle to the line. Shotgun set, two receivers near side. Ball's on their own 46. And it's going to be reverse. And now it's a pitch back flea flicker for Sturzik. And Saranac has the completion down inside the red zone. It's Steffen streaking down the sideline. Matt Harderink finally makes the stop. But that's the boost that Saranac needed offensively at the moment that they needed something to happen. A 50-yard pass play. Steffens is almost over the 100-yard mark receiving after that one. He's got three catches tonight. It's first and goal from the five for Saranac. The give is to Steffens on the left side. He finds his way into the end zone for a touchdown. As I was saying that, I realized Whipple was the one who actually made the catch. And then Steffens rumbles into the end zone from four yards out for the score. So big plays by both. And that makes it 35-13, pending this extra point. Coming in from Hopkins. The rain scattered the previously mostly full stands, but seems that most of the fans made their way back and uh, Trick play, the handoff action left, counter action back, flip back to Sturzik, the quarterback for the heave downfield to Whipple. I like that play call a lot, especially at the juncture when Saranac needed something to happen. The extra point is up and good, and it's 35-14. Harderink got caught trying to... Decipher the run support. And it ultimately results in a touchdown for Saranac. Saugatuck played the first quarter about, uh, first half, I should say, about as well as they could have wanted to and or asked for prior to the game starting. And the good news for him is that touchdown drive from Saranac, 82 yards. Nine plays and 82 yards did chew off five minutes of the clock. Sargatuck loves playing with the lead as they'll just keep it on the ground and salt the game away and run you right back home. Saranac is not going to be here for that. They try an onside kick. It's fielded by Will Doucette at the 45-yard line of Saugatuck. There's a flag on the field. Looks like he might be offsides against Saranac. The head official has yet to make a call. Still no call. And now 
It is offsides. That penalty is declined. Sagatuck's just going to take it at their own 45. And head out onto offense from there. So 7.14 to go in the third. And the Trailblazers have their first offensive set of the second half. Handoff is up the middle to Will Doucette. The Saranac defense was ready for it. Didn't let him get much of anything. As that tackle appears to have been made by Aiden Jackson and Jordan Dodge. Two-yard run for Doucette. Saugatuck comes back out in the tee on their own 47. To keep for Harderink. He puts it on his hip and he's spilled in the backfield. Dodge finds his way back there. Has made several tackles tonight and is imploring the Saranac defense, or Saranac fans, excuse me, and the defense to bring on the noise. As that's a four-yard loss for Sagatuck, and just like that, they're behind the chains. Coming out on the tee again. The give is up the middle for Doucette, and Saranac keyed on Doucette. I think he got tackled by eight different Red Hawks. Had anybody else taken the ball on that one? It would have been a big-time play. Instead, it's 4th and 11, and Cam Lewis is going to come out to attempt a punt. The main field goal kicker for Saugatuck. And at halftime, Saranac was in danger. As that snap is a little wide, Lewis does a great job to get it down and boot it away. It's kicked out of bounds, and they'll spot it at the ref is still moving. The 35-yard line. So that was about a 25-yard punt for Lewis. Not bad, all things considered. But what I was saying is that Saranac was in danger of running into a potential running clock situation at halftime. And all of a sudden... They have an opportunity to try to cut the lead to two scores. As there's a handoff in the middle there, Saugatuck decides not to tackle what I believe is Hardy. Oh, check that. It was Garn. Saugatuck just, yeah, didn't, didn't tackle in there, and he kept turning his feet, ends up with six yards. He got hit about a yard past the line of scrimmage. So the Saranac offense and defense playing some inspired football here in the third quarter. Handoff is to Steffens with a convoy in front of him, but splitting the convoy is Will Doucette to make the stop. Number 
Call it a yard on that one. Makes it third and three. They have to get to the Saranac 45-yard line. As we're under five minutes to go in the third quarter here at Jarvis Memorial Stadium. The handoff is straight ahead to Garn again. He gets enough. And that's a first. Garn putting the team on his back. Earning some hard-earned yards as Carter Miller made the stop. Saugatuck subs on defense. Saranac comes up to the line. Two receivers near side. Shotgun set again. It's a handoff again for Garner. I'm not sure if, if Saranac changed something up in their running game or what, but they have significantly more running lanes now than they did the first quarter and a half, even the first half. As Garn picks up six more. Check that, he had a first down last time, it's nine more. And it's on the Trailblazer 46 yard line. Back to Garn again. He's hit at the line of scrimmage, falls forward, gets a few more. And another first down. That's his second first down on the drive, and he's got four carries on this drive now. First and 10 from the Saugatuck 43. Clock still moving, just inside three and a half to go in the third. Saugatuck with a 35-14 advantage. It's Hardy off tackle left, has blockers in front of him, cuts it back inside the 30, down inside the 25, nifty move right there, and he steps out of bounds at the 19. Norm Boss finally cleans up the mess for the Trailblazers, but not before Hardy comes away with 24 of them. And Saranac's in the red zone again. They may have dug themselves too big of a hole to come out of being down 28 at halftime, but that is not going to stop them as they are showing they have no quit in them. Landon Barker gets the handoff this time, changing it up a little bit, giving Garn a break. And that's four yards with Noah Morgan and Chris Foley making the tackle alongside Mason Ripkoff. Two and a half to go now, second and seven. Saranac about to be knocking on the door. Garn again hit initially by Landon Miller. Miller rides him down to the 11. But that's seven of them, Jordan Hozier also getting credit. It's gonna be third and short. We're not for a uh, second and inches that ended up being a turnover on downs for Saranac. This could potentially be bumping into a one-score game were they to put it in the end zone here. So that drive looms incredibly large as Saranac has 
Third and two from the Saugatuck 12. Handoff to, you guessed it, James Garn. He's inside the 10, which means it's a first down. See where they mark the forward progress as the Saugatuck defense slows him up around the eight. Minute and a half to go. But the third quarter has belonged to Saranac. Saugatuck has run three offensive plays in the third quarter. Saranac had a nine-yard, 82-yard touchdown drive. Nine play, nine-yard, nine-play, 82-yard touchdown drive as Sturzik takes the snap and is immediately under pressure from Carter Miller. He gets away from Miller, gets some positive yardage, and had a shot at the end zone. Good play from Sturzik there to keep it on the ground. And get down. It's going to be first, second, and goal from the two. And now this drive is the, I believe this is the 10th play. That started on their own 35-yard line. 43 seconds to go. Saugatuck wanted a false start on Saranac. No calls from the official. And Chase Steffens runs the exact same play from two yards out as he ran from four yards out a few minutes ago. And Saranac gets into the end zone again. It's now 35 to 20. And don't look now, Trailblazer fans. The third quarter is all Saranac. If this extra point goes through, they'll be up 14 to nothing. The good news for Sagatuck is they get the ball and can potentially do something on offense. But Saranac playing some inspired ball here in the second half. I think their coach told them that it was win or go home time. And they didn't want to go home without a fight. So despite being down 35-7 to seven at the break, with 38 seconds to go in the third, it's 35-21. Hey fans, where can you find good information on all kinds of topics related to the well-being of student-athletes? Check out the health and safety page of the MHSAA website. Learn about multi-sport participation, heat and hydration, cardiovascular resources, as well as insurance benefits available for students. It's all on the health and safety page of the MHSAA.com. That's a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics alongside the sister stations of Holland and Midwest Communications. So here we go, folks. Saranac lining up to kick it off. They tried an onside last time. Saugatuck has 10 players inside 15 yards of the line of scrimmage, and they kick it deep to Brad Moore at the 20-yard line. He has nowhere to go and lays down at the 22-yard line. I'm impressed that they kicked it right to him. They could have had a chance to squib it into the corner a little bit. He's able to catch it on the run and save some yardage for Saugatuck at the very least, but they got to be careful here. Saranac's offense has put together back-to-back -to -back drives of 65 and 82 yards after having total offense of 112 yards in the first half. 
And now Sargatuck from their own 24. Keep it on the ground with Doucette. He didn't get anywhere last drive. Gets somewhere this time and has 11 for the first. Normally a guy who runs at that size, you don't call him shifty, but gave a little shoulder shake and found his way out past the 35-yard line. I would imagine Sargatuck will ride out the quarter here as we're down to nine seconds and try to stem the tide of momentum for Saranac, who was down 35-7 at the break. And after the third quarter, it's now 35-21. Sargatuck still with the lead, though, and the ball by 14. They got 12 minutes to go before they potentially advance to the district championship game next Friday, which would be right here at Jarvis Memorial Stadium. We'll see what happens when we come back. It's Trailblazer football right here on the Lakeshores, 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com. You don't need hundreds of radio stations on your smartphone, just one good one. Get our free mobile app now for your iPhone or Android at 92.7TheVan.com. And we're back for the fourth quarter. Sagatuck with the football and a 14-point lead. 12 minutes away from glory. And a second-round date with either White Pigeon or Centerville. Matt Hartzerink with a four-yard run right as we were coming back for break for first and 10. Now the handoff to Will Doucette right up the gut. And he takes it, rumbles over a couple defenders into Saranac territory to the 44-yard line of the Red Hawks. A 16-yard rumble for him. He's got 27 yards of carry on this drive alone as the rain starts to pick back up here. But Sagatuck won't care if it means advancing to the next round. And off again to Doucette. He got tripped up momentarily, stays on his feet, and the safety, Sturzik, gets him by a shoestring at the 26-yard line. Had he been able to maintain his balance there, he had nothing between him and the end zone except green turf and some rubber pellets. That's an 18-yarder for Doucette, and he is well over the century mark tonight as he had 86 at halftime and has 40-plus on this drive, and he adds to it right here with almost 10 more. His handoffs are so quick, it's really hard to describe what he does with it until the play's already over. But he gets about nine on that one. His last four runs all on this drive that started on the Saugatuck 24-yard line, and he has carried the ball every time. Every play on this drive, except for a four-yard Matt Harderink run, have been for 11, 16, 18, and 9. It's now second and one from the Saranac 17. Under 10 minutes to go. Looked like Saugatuck jumped, and there's the whistle for it. The offensive line has been absolutely dominating tonight. Looked like either the left tackle or left guard flinched a little early, but we won't name any names. 
mostly because, like I said, they have been absolutely crushing it on the front line, and I don't want the only reason that their name is called offensively to be related to a false start penalty there. But blocking up front, Brighton Van Horn, Noah Morgan, Chris Foley, and Carter Miller. They have been doing a fantastic job as that penalty backed him up five. But the handoff to Doucette gets at least the penalty yardage back, maybe one more. And Saugatuck's fine with it either way because they've already sucked three minutes off the clock here in the fourth quarter. That's the name of their game, and it's good to see them getting some movement and momentum. As we pass 8.45 Eastern Standard Time. Matt Hardering keeps it, but he is shy of the first down, and that's going to make it fourth down. And about a yard. Come on, let's go. As the clock is rolling, Saugatuck can get it down to eight minutes to go. But Saranac is not going quietly in this one. They could have laid down and disappeared, but they have had some fight. Let's see what happens on this fourth and two. The give is two do set, and they try the bush push action with Hardering pushing Doucette after the handoff, and it's enough for the Trailblazers. First down. That's what they needed right there. As a, a stop by the Saranac defense would have really put momentum on their side and made them feel like they had a chance. Sagatuck trying to slam the door closed. And move on to the second round of the MHSA playoffs. It gives to Doucette. He's got a hole on the left side. He stopped just shy of the end zone. And now again, the official throws his hands in the air for the touchdown. For the second time tonight, it's looked like they were going to mark him short. But instead, it's a trailblazer touchdown. And with an extra point, Sargatuck can have Saranac doubled up once again. And what appears to be that they have put it away for good with seven and a half to go in the game. Lewis hits the extra point. I don't wanna, I just won't even say it. I'm not, I'm not gonna give an announcer's curse to Cam Lewis at this point. Maybe at some juncture along the way as the road to Ford Field starts here tonight. I'll mention what I'm thinking, but I'm gonna keep it to myself for the moment. Lewis drills the extra point. And with 7.29 to go, it's now 42 to 21, Saugatuck. Sagatuck looking to put it away for good. Saranac has had two long sustained drives 
but those two drives essentially took up the entirety of the third quarter, and now they only have half a quarter essentially to work with here. As Lewis kicks it away, high and slips in the rain. Hopkins drops it at the 15, picks it back up, has a lane right upfield. Sagatuck, Omer pursued a little bit. Hopkins still on his feet, breaks a couple tackles, slips away. He's into Sagatuck territory. As I was just saying, Sagatuck over pursued a little bit. There was two or three defenders with Hopkins right about the 30, 35 yard line. Looked like they were going to take him down and he slipped right out of it and busted off 30 more. That's exactly what Saranac needed, shy of Hopkins making a house call. And Saranac starts a drive for the first time tonight in Saugatuck territory on the Trailblazer 40-yard line. 7.17 to go, a quick strike here, and they might have a chance as they run the reverse flea flicker back to Sturzik. It bounces off his face mask. He keeps it. He's under pressure. He breaks out of it, and there's nobody in uh, down the field for him. Oh, my goodness. Sturzik is going to take it all the way into the end zone for a touchdown. What a busted play that was. They went for the reverse counter handoff flea flicker. It bounced off the face mask of Sturzik. It almost was picked up by a Saugatuck defender and returned for a touchdown, but instead Sturzik slipped the pressure, got about five yards downfield, and there was absolutely nobody in front of him as he ran for the far pylon. What a turn of events that was. That could have been absolutely disastrous for Saranac, and instead it goes against the Trailblazers as that's a 40-yard touchdown run by the quarterback, Sam Sturzik. And now Sturzik has trouble with the extra point. And he tries to throw it away. Chris Foley intercepts it. And the whistle blows it dead. So not able to return it there. But what a weird couple of plays. That just occurred back-to-back -to -back touchdowns as Will Doucette had an eight-yard touchdown run, and after a dropped kickoff return, ended up going for 45 yards. Sam Sturzik has a reverse pass attempt that he takes 40 yards to the end zone. Now Sagatuck will presumably get the ball back. Saranac has tried an onside kick already. They're down 15 at the moment. And they, uh, they might get the ball back. I was just saying before that play started, a quick strike is what Saranac needs. And now they got the rain on their side. Their first touchdown they scored in the first half was with the rain coming down pretty hard. And it, it's coming once again. All the umbrellas are out. I see a Cooperstown umbrella out there with uh, the baseball on the outside with the stitching from the seams. As Saranac poots this one to the 25, sliding catching effort from Brad Moore. 
It's going to make it down right there. It looked like he might have got the wind knocked out of him on that. But the World Series is going on tonight. Game one. But we appreciate you tuning into this one. Maybe you got the World Series on the TV on mute while you got Sagatuck on the broadcast. I think I see some hands waving in the the house living room across the way behind the stands. So that, that must be exactly what they're doing. So huge shout out to them. And this is just straight pouring now as Moore takes the handoff, gets a few out across the 30. Sagatuck just trying to find a way to knock off the next seven minutes here. They built a huge lead of 28 points in the first half. Absolutely dominant effort offensively and defensively with three interceptions and four touchdown. Check that, five touchdown runs. Four between Doucette and Harderink and one from Brad Moore who had that last carry. Sarkatuck taking their time here as there's under six and a half to go. The give is to set. Saranac Keen on them, or on him. But he still drags defenders forward for what appears to be three more yards. And it's going to be third and one from the Sagatuck 36. and counting to go in the fourth. Saugatuck looking to move on to the second round of the playoffs right back here at Jarvis Memorial Stadium. But a big third down upcoming. Spinning right, handing right is Harderink. It's two, you guessed it, will do set. And he picks up a much needed first down for the Trailblazers right there. Sagatuck's best defense right now is to keep Saranac's offense off the field. As Saranac's offense has exploded here in the second half. Three drives and three touchdowns. But they dug themselves a pretty big hole in the first half as Sagatuck had six drives and five touchdowns in the first. Harderink giving this one up once again. As it was hard to see who had the ball there. I believe uh, that was Norboss in the carry. Gets about four, so it's going to be second, and we'll call it six when we come back from this timeout because... Saranac has called their first timeout of the second half with four minutes and 55 seconds to go in this game. They're down 15, and Saugatuck has the ball. Their defense badly needs a stop if they want a chance in this one. They have not gone away this game at halftime. Maybe it's beaten a dead horse, but it was 35-7 to in favor of Saugatuck this second half has been won by Saranac 20 to seven. And that's how we've gotten the score differential of 15 points. 
Both teams back out on the field. Saugatuck staying in the tee. Game clock not running off the timeout. Harderink keeps it, tries to bounce it outside, gets right near midfield. And that's going to potentially bring up another big-time third down. But it appears that it's enough for a Trailblazer first down from Harderink right there. And that is not what you want to see if you're a Saranac Red Hawk fan. Drove all the way to Saugatuck for the first round. Getting dumped on by some rain. And Saugatuck looks like they might hold on here. Saranac's defense ready for Will Doucette. 11 hats making the stop there. Specifically Jordan Dodge. As Dodge has a bunch of tackles tonight, leading that Saranac defense. But Saranac's running out of time. Saugatuck may have a second round date. Next week, Friday, we'll find out in three minutes, 45 seconds, and counting. Harderink with the fake, the keep. And goes down at the 45. Maddox Foster making the stop. For Saranac. Saugatuck's all right with that because that means the clock is moving. <laughs> the rain is also moving. Moving pretty hard out there. Cameraman Darren is more than happy to be inside filming. It's not the worst weather we've seen broadcasting over the last few years. Doucette gets it up the middle, has to jump over a defensive tackle that's submarined. Looks like there might be a Saranac player down. And James Garn makes the stop. It's going to be fourth and two. It looks like the player from Cernak was able to get up and was all right. I think it was more of a disappointment thing than an injury. And there's going to be a timeout with two minutes and 45 seconds to go from Saranac. As it's now brings up fourth and three from the Saranac 41. Crazier things have happened, folks. But it looks like if Sagatuck can complete this, the process of this first down, they'll be walking away with this one. Otherwise, they're gonna at least give Saranac a chance. Or at the very least, a chance to make the score Look competitive, which this third, third, fourth quarter has been quite competitive. Saranac putting up a great effort, almost jumped off sides there, were able to hold on to it as they came out of the timeout. Sargatuck does not utilize the hard count. They call timeout now. 
Pretty sure there was a conversation about a rule change to institute that you can't call a timeout off of another timeout. But I don't believe that has happened yet. As the drum line's getting after it still despite the rain, so let's listen to them for a minute. folks fourth and three from the Sagatuck Saranac dang it 31 yard line 10 on the play clock Sagatuck goes with the hard count nothing there they already blew a timeout they're in the wing T clock is not moving they still haven't snapped it no they do and it's a fumble the ball's on the ground it's a scrum for it and Saranac recovers Looks like it wouldn't have been a first down anyways, so Saranac would have had the ball either way. And Saranac has the ball on their own 39-yard line with 2 minutes and 42 seconds to go. We've seen their offense pick up a massive amount of momentum and steam here in the second. Half, second half, my brain stopped working for a moment there. My apologies. As Sturzik drops back to pass, takes it down to run with it, and he is tackled after maybe a yard gain. Not the most ideal result for Saranac, starting on their own 39-yard line. Clock's moving. Saranac back. Ready for it, handoff is to Garn up the middle. He's got several yards and then some. Enough for the first down across midfield. 11-yard run as Norm Boss makes the stop, but that's more of what Saranac was looking for. Although the clock's running here and they have to huddle up. Just over two minutes to go. Can Saranac make it interesting? The Trailblazer faithful waiting with bated breath alongside the Red Hawks on the other side of the field. Snap is to Sturzik. He's looking downfield. Doesn't have anybody. Steffens wants it. He throws it up for him, and he led him too far. Steffens kind of held up as the safety help was over the top, and Sturzik tossed it. There is a flag on the field right at midfield on the Saugatuck logo with a buck 46 on the clock. The officials are huddled together there as the rain is coming down. Ineligible receiver downfield is the call against Saranac. Sturzik held on to the ball for a while. And it must be that one of the linemen found his way downfield. So that'll back them up to their own 46. Just a five-yard penalty. They're still hustling up to the line, even though the clock stopped with that penalty and incompletion. And it's a handoff for uh, Carson Hardy has it. Oh, my goodness. He came out of nowhere and ended up with the ball. I could see that Sturzik had dropped back to fake pass, but it was hard to tell who ended up with it. And that's a 16-yard run for Hardy. 
Ending up on the near side here, right in front of the Saugatuck bench. It's just short of a first down at the 40-yard line. They needed to get to the 39, so the clock is moving. Buck 20 and counting. The handoff is for Garn. He's going to have enough for the first. Puts a foot on the ground. Matt Hartrink makes a beautiful tackle in the open field at the 30-yard line. If he is playing the safety position for a reason, if he had not made that, that would have been a touchdown from Garn. And this would have gotten real interesting. Saranac still moving with it, though, at the 30. Play action fake. Sturzik going up top, and it's intercepted. Norm Boss with the interception at the 15-yard line puts the exclamation point on this game for the Trailblazers, and they're going to advance to the second round of the playoffs. Sturzik looked like he got hit as he threw. It was a valiant effort from him and the... Saranac offense, especially here in the second half, the whole team got to give credit to them. Five and four on the year, beat Kellogg'sville to get into the playoffs in the last week of the season. And they gave it their all here tonight, but too big of a hole to get out of in the first half when it was 35 to seven. Had a chance there. But now it's all over. The Trailblazers take it 42-27. to We'll be back with the postgame show after this. It's Trailblazer football right here on the Lakeshores, 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com. for Saugatuck Trailblazers football and the best music around the clock. We are the Lakeshore's 92.7. The Van, WYVN, Saugatuck Holland. We're back with the Sagatuck Trailblazer postgame show. Sagatuck took a 35-7 lead into halftime. And in the second half, honestly, it was all Saranac Redhawks. They opened up with a 82-yard nine-play drive with a Carson Steffen touchdown. Sagatuck went three and out. Then Saranac went 65 yards and nine plays with a Carson Steffen touchdown. That uh, was two different drives. Saugatuck got the answer, though, with a 76-yard drive of their own. Will Doucette made it 42-21. to Saranac came back with a one-play 40-yard drive to make it 42-27. But Norm Boss, with the game-ending interception on the final drive from Saranac, leaves the score at that. And Saugatuck moves on to the second round of the playoffs to play the winner of the White Pigeon Chiefs. And the Centerville Bulldogs will be back after this. It's Trailblazer football right here on the Lakeshores, 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com. Lakeshore as much as you do and around here, there's just one choice for great music and fun to get you going each day. It's the Lakeshore's Wake Up Call with Brent Allen on 92.7 The Van. And we're back here with the Sagatuck Trailblazer post-game show. The only stats that matter tonight, a W in the win column. Sagatuck moving on to the second round of the MHSA playoffs, which they will be hosting right here, presumably Friday night at 7 p.m. You can catch our broadcast at approximately 6.40. Will Doucette has 176 yards rushing and three touchdowns. 
Matt Hartrink with 168 yards rushing and two touchdowns. Brad Moore chipped in 25 yards and a touchdown himself. And that's how Sagatuck gets it done tonight. We'll be back to wrap it up and send you on your way. After this, it's Trailblazer football on the Lakeshores, 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. Hi, this is Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. Join me each week for A Minute Around Michigan, brought to you by Right to Life of the Greater Holland Area, right here on 92.7 The Van. Back one final time from Jarvis Memorial Stadium where the Trailblazers are victorious in the first round of the MHSA playoffs over the visiting Saranac Red Hawks. 42-27, they take on the winner of the White Pigeon Chiefs and the Centerville Bulldogs next week right here at Jarvis Memorial Stadium. Once that game is announced, we will have the broadcast announced as well and be excited to bring this one to you for you just like we did here tonight, despite the driving rain outside. We appreciate you riding along with us. As always, thanks to the fans and the community here. It's been a great first round night for the playoffs. We're excited for round two next week for Adam Cameron, Brent Allen, and Dan the Man Evans back at the studio and running the show. And don't forget, as always, Darren the Cameraman, Rocking it out here for the Trailblazers every single week, game in and game out. He'll be here next week as well, potentially signing autographs. I'm Eric Fanswell, thanking you for tuning in to another presentation of Trailblazer football, where Sagatuck comes out victorious, 22, excuse me, 42 to 27, over the Saranac Redhawks. Get home safe, everybody, and good night. From the Lakeshores, 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. This has been a presentation of Sagatuck Trailblazers High School Football on 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. Brought to you by the Sagatuck Athletic Boosters, OK Tire Stores, Sales Heating and Cooling, and Central Park Law. And also by Glenda's Lakewood Flowers, Van Weeren Hardware, and Russ's Restaurants. Be sure to visit 927thevan.com for a schedule of our next broadcast of Sagatuck Trailblazers High School Football on the Lake Shores 927thevan and 927thevan.com.